0: Welcome to the Common Rounds, medical education for medical students by medical students, and welcome to our first episode on the neuro block. So we're really excited. We've just finished off um, MSK, and mm-hmm. um, uh, now we're you know treading our toes into the wonderful and complicated topics uh, in neuro. Yes. We sort of and so we've decided because um, as we always do, we yep. um, talk about the basic concepts first, and then, then we build up on those. Mm-hmm. And I think um, we've decided to talk about physiology first and we'll talk about some neuroanatomy concepts and you've done some interesting work about that, haven't you? Do you want to maybe briefly
1: mention it? So um, we've expanded into YouTube, hooray! And basically what we're going to do is that with the YouTube channels, that gives us a chance to add in some visual components into it. So it allows us to explain more uh, visual concepts a lot easier than, you know, trying to describe it with words. Exactly. um, What mainly what's going to happen there is that you can see a lot of different small... uh, small five to ten minute videos that i'm going to just chuck up there as well as add in some uh, let's say neuroanatomy yep. with like the tracks and all the columns and also brainstem slices
0: and whatever uh complex pictorial things that you can think of exactly so it's a really good initiative mm. and um we you know we've really yep. struggled with how how to best deliver neuroanatomy mm. um but i think we've, we're on yep. a on uh, an interesting concept.
1: So it's still at its early stages, but I'd definitely like you guys to, if you're interested, go to YouTube and have a look and check us out. So that would be, uh, Searching up common rounds under YouTube, as well as then um, once you have a look at it, um, please feel free to subscribe to it to m- not miss any of the updates that mm-hmm. I'm going to chuck
0: up there and comment minute. as well and, and let us know whether yes. we're doing something right or whether we're doing something wrong. Definitely, and um, we always like to get feedback. Mm-hmm. From, you will from get extra uh, bonus points if you can find out whatever I've said wrong. <laughs> That's right. I don't know. Yes. I don't know how we'll then, give it the bonus points, um, but um, you get bonus points anyway. Yes, definitely. So um, let's kick the topic off by talking about some really fundamental concepts mm-hmm. without which neurophysiology is not going to make sense. Mm -hmm. And it's something that um, I think uh, is really important. So today's talk is going to be mainly about what diffusion is and what the resting membrane potential is. Yep. These are really basic concepts, but if we don't explain these concepts now, I don't mm. think it's going to make a lot of sense yeah. going into so the we're future. going back
1: to undergrad uh, uh, biomedical science. Exactly. So very basic of the basic. And maybe most of you would have learned this, so this is going to be a very short, sharp, uh, just crash course. Exactly. Yep. So let's kick off the conversation by talking about my mm. own channels. What are they? Okay.
0: So Actually, I, what is a channel?
1: Well, a channel is essentially a artifact in, on the membrane that allows passage of substances to get past the membrane. Exactly. And so in, in this case, an ion channel is a protein that goes across
0: both sides of the membranes and allows the passage of certain ions. Yeah. So it's selected for particular ions. Yep. And when it's closed, the ions can't normally diffuse mm-hmm. across. Now yep. I've mentioned the term diffusion. So what is diffusion actually? Well,
1: diffusion, I think in, in very layman terms is just a flow of two substances from one side that is in high concentration to the side that has low concentration. Exactly.
0: And you can have two types of diffusion normally, passive and active. Passive, it's no energy requirements expended by the cell, but Mm -hmm. active, it's typically using ADP, which is the energy unit within Mm. the cell to cause this movement across. Yes. So with with that in mind, let's talk about more of this this Mm. concept of of channels. Yes. So we mentioned that... um, They can be open or closed. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. the permeability, and when it's closed, you can't get ions across. How many types of ion Mm. channels do you have? I think there's two key types. Yes, and so the two key
1: types are either voltage-gated or ligand-gated. And what that means is just they're separated by how... What or what triggers the opening or closing of these channels? Voltage gated is triggered by the changes in the membrane potential, which we'll explain what the membrane potential is. But at a certain membrane potential, let's say something closer to zero, when something, when the membrane is depolarized, that usually opens some channels. So, for example, Mm -hmm. a sodium channel. And another example is when the uh, sometimes the depolarization itself can
0: also close the sodium Mm. channel as well. And we'll talk about what what we mean by depolarization and what we mean by these channels in a a future episode. But keep that in the back of your mind. So voltage-gated and there's ligand-gated channels, which is what we're most familiar with. That's when... So a ligand really means a chemical or a hormone, for example, yep. that binds to an ion channel. And this is a really important neurophysiological concept mm-hmm. that then opens up the channel and allows things to go in, yep. which then changes the composition of the cell. So we'll leave it at that, yep. but keep that in the back of your mind. So we've got voltage-gated and we've got ligand-gated channels. Yes. Now, we've sort of mentioned what diffusion is, but what is a diffusion potential? Yep, so a potential, uh, the diffusion potential is essentially
1: the potential difference that is created from the difference in the concentrations yeah. of an ion from one side to the other. Yep. So the larger the concentration difference, the
0: greater the diffusion potential. Exactly. Is. And it only happens if the ions can actually travel across a membrane. So if they can't yes. travel across a the membrane, they're not gonna diffuse. So Correct. that's a very good it point. doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Yes. Um so that's diffusion graded potential. And like you mentioned, the size depends on the membrane permeability, mm-hmm. the number of channels present, so that okay. the, the more channels, the easier it is for them to get across. Mm-hmm. But also how big the ion or the molecule is can impact oh, on yep. diffusion as well. Because mm-hmm. if it's a really big molecule, it's not going to get across the membrane as easy as a like a smaller molecule. Mm-hmm. Are there any other? I think surface area is another one that can influence it as well on yes. the membrane. Is
1: this? Are you talking about like
0: fixed laws of diffusion? Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's mm-hmm. um, all the things that can, can contribute to diffusion. Yeah, membrane but, um, thickness. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. But in terms of diffusion potential, fundamentally. it's that difference in the concentration that is really important yes and so another concept that you know you might come across in neurophysiology or in physiology uh you know in general is the equilibrium potential what is that all about a a textbook would probably
1: define it as uh, the equilibrium potential is basically the uh, potential difference that would offset the diffusion potential and so what that means is that i'm thinking of it as let's say sodium will diffuse into a particular cell once the channel is open and so when that goes in you've got a concentration gradient that's driving it but on the other hand that's the um, concentration gradient but what you've also got is an electrical gradient Mm. that starts to build up inside you know sodium is positive when it goes inside a cell it creates a more positive environment and so it won't it will hit a point when the positive charge of the sodium gets repelled by the positive charge inside the cell and so once that hits That's the electrical potential that offsets the diffusion potential, and they call this point the electrochemical equilibrium. It is very confusing, and I... I'd probably have a look at some some videos yep. or other
0: things that would we'll probably stuff out explain it a bit exactly. more. Exactly, But so in summary, so equilibrium potential is really driven by the concentrations going in and it's to the point where the concentration equilibriates equilibri- across the membrane and yep. so there's no net diffusion. Mm. Actually, but, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. But but what you've added to is another um, important concept, which is the electrochemical equilibrium where not only is the concentration important, but also the charge inside and outside of the membrane are oh, important as well. That was beautiful Because, both of them can yep. dictate where uh, electrons uh, or, or where the ions are going, because ions are electrically charged. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the electrochemical potential. Mm-hmm. Now, in your readings, you might also come across a concept called called the Nernst equation. We won't go through the equation yep. specifically, because you need to have a look. But it's essentially it's it's the formula that tells you what the equilibrium potential is. Yeah, and it's unique for each. Ion, Yes. And the key ions that we tend to come across is what? Sodium. Sodium. Calcium. Yep. Potassium. um, And generally chloride chloride. as well. You tend to see that as well. Mm. So potassium is generally an intracellular ion. Mm -hmm. You just see it a lot more in the intracellular, whereas uh, sodium is more extracellular, isn't it? Yes. And calcium is more extracellular, if I'm not mistaken, either. But there is a big storage that's not available all the time inside Inside the cell. cell. Um, Yeah. Now, let's talk about a couple of other key concepts, um, particularly talking about driving forces and currents. Okay. Now, this is getting more into the electrical component. Now, we've moved away from diffusion. We're talking about electrical features now. Yep. So, do you want to maybe go through what a driving force is? What drives an ion is actually the difference between the actual
1: membrane potential, so what's happening on the on the membrane of the, the cell, um, as well as the, that particular ion's equilibrium potential. Yeah. And so, that, pati- that particular difference is what drives which direction this particular ion yeah. flows could you give an example maybe just to demonstrate the point mm, so i would say let's say sodium right? okay yeah. yeah the membrane potential might be let's say negative negative 70 or so So equilibrium potential is so okay so, so you so yeah. inside the cell let's say it's negative it's, it's 90 or negative 70. Or negative 70 and then these that particular cell's ion Equilibrium potential, which in sodium's case is a positive 65 millivolts, Mm, so that would dictate the this particular difference from the negative 90 to uh, negative 70 to the uh, positive 65 would dictate which direction this ion flows and the
0: size of this driving force. Exactly. So in the case of sodium, which has a um, equilibrium potential of positive 65, and if if the inside of the cell is negative, obviously that potential is For it to go into the cell, isn't it? To try to equilibrate the charge. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's driving force. And the current flow is how much it it really depends on the extent of the driving force. And I guess you can think about the driving force as the voltage, which really pushes the current into a particular region. Mm. And you can also think about the membrane as sort of the resistant component. So Mm. membranes can resist the movement of ions. Okay. And so the net current depends on both resistance mm-hmm. as well as the pot- energy potential. So yeah. as you can see, if you've got a big electro- uh, big potential difference, a big voltage and a yeah. membrane that's really permeable, you're going to have lots of currents flowing through the membrane. Is that your understanding? I think that sums it up. Yeah. So let's finish off this very brief mm-hmm. talk by um, discussing membrane potential. And I think you alluded to it before. So actually, let's yes. define it a little bit more. Okay. So a resting membrane potential is what the potential
1: difference is on a membrane that isn't let's say stimulated it's measured in millivolts and it actually kind of is the summation of all of the um the equilibrium potentials of each individual ion so let's say sodium is of a positive 65 calcium is a positive 120 millivolts um potassium is negative 85 chloride is around about negative 85 as well but what happens is depending on the permeability of the membrane the all of these ions are considered in like um they they all fight with each other and eventually they hit this equilibrium point where a membrane will reach around negative 70. Exactly. Um, but what exactly yeah. does the negative mean?
0: So okay. the negative 70 means, um, yeah. from my understanding, is that like you mentioned, all these ions are trying to diffuse across based on their um, resting, uh, based on the equilibrium potentials and their concentrations. Yeah. But because you um, at the resting potential, the membrane, um, the potassium is far more likely to be more permeable across the membrane. Mm-hmm. So potassium is going to give the greatest contribution to this Resting membrane potential. So the membrane potential of potassium is negative eighty-five. Mm-hmm. So the equilibrium potential of potassium is negative eighty-five. Mm-hmm. And so because it's going to contribute the most out of all the ions that we're considering, so calcium, sodium, chloride, that's going to, as a consequence, because of its capacity to um, to trans uh, to go across the membrane, it's going to the cell's resting potential is going to reflect that. So that's why the resting membrane potential is around uh, negative 70, which is very close to resting. So it's closest to,
1: the, the membrane potential is closest to whatever uh, ion that's most permeable. Exactly, yep. that's
0: right. And then obviously when those, ch- you know, in the future when we talk about channels and action potentials, that's yep. when things change a yep. little bit. And so a negative 70
1: means that it's more negative on the inside
0: of the cell, exactly. to the outside. That's right. Yep. So let's just quickly um, just uh, summarize, because these are really complicated ideas. They, yes. they seem easy, but they're quite complicated. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about what an equilibrium potential is again just very briefly okay so it's the potential that would offset the driving force of a concentration gradient and then electrochemical equilibrium is similar to similar yep. concept, but not only do you take into account concentration, but you take into account charge, yep. and also the driving force is dependent on um, the concentration yep. as well as your um, as well as the different charges, the yep. and yep. the current depends on how much of that driving force exists, so the voltage mm-hmm. as well as the per- membrane permeability, yep. which can be regarded as. Mm-hmm. Uh, Resistance, isn't it? Yeah. Um, And the resting membrane potential really depends on the concentration of all the other ions that are inside the cell, Mm -hmm. but specifically the ones that are the most permeable at that point Mm. are the ones that contribute the most. In this case, potassium being the most permeable in the context of neurons. Yeah. So, Let's leave it at that, Mm -hmm. that we've covered some really important topics. Mm -hmm. In our next episode, we'll hopefully talk about what a neuron is Mm -hmm. and we'll talk about some action and what an action potential is as well. So um, Mm -hmm. thanks for tuning in, guys. We're going to slowly grow these concepts for you so you can appreciate it uh, in in future episodes. Yeah, definitely. And also check out our YouTube channel.
1: Exactly.
0: We'll see you next time. Thank you. Our episode today was put together by our executive producer Gautam and our co-editor Cindy. For notes, elective experiences, and much more study resources, visit our website on thecommonrounds.wordpress.com, or visit us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. If you like our episodes, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It means a lot to us. You've been listening to the Common Rounds. I'm Hamid, and I'm Andy, and we'll see you next time. See you next time.